The early 2000s saw the emergence of young female artists in the pop rock genre taking over. Young girls were wanting to rock out and no longer wanted the image of the perfect pop star that Britney and Christina had crafted so perfectly. Now came Avril Lavigne, Ashley Simpson, and Michelle Branch. Michelle was 18 years old when her first single Everywhere took over radio, and that set the tone for her debut album The Spirit Room. With hits like Everywhere, All You Wanted, and Goodbye to You, Michelle catapulted to superstardom that saw her all the way to the Grammy stage. So grab a pen and paper and write those angsty thoughts from our teen years out because today we dive into singer-songwriter Michelle Branch's debut album, The Spirit Room. Hey everybody, my name is Michael Kadosh and I'm here to welcome you all to Planet 2000s, a place where we celebrate pop music's most iconic moments from the most iconic decade in pop music history. Let's dive in. Hey you guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Planet 2000s podcast. This is Michael Kadosh and this week we're going to be talking about Michelle Branch. I have been kind of going through a lot the last couple of weeks in a good way. You know, I started a new job and it's been really busy, but it's important to me to keep this podcast going because 2000s music is my everything. And I have you guys that, you know, are loving the episodes and it's so encouraging for me to continue and just keep spreading the love of music. And so that's what we're doing here. And today we're talking about Michelle. The Spirit Room is the debut major label studio album by Michelle Branch. It was released on Maverick Records and Warner Brothers Records on August 14th, 2001. Maverick Records is Madonna's record label, just by the way. And previously jumpstarted the career of Canadian queen Alanis Morissette in the 90s. So, you know, that label had some pretty good artist on there. Good job, Madonna. <laughs> Michelle Branch was born on the 2nd of July 1983 in Sedona, Arizona, and she began singing at three years old and received her first ever guitar on her 14th birthday. She began writing songs ever since. She taught herself the chords and truly realized her natural musicality at a very young age. It was then that she decided to be homeschooled for her final two years of high school in order to focus on her music career full-time. I had a very active imagination, first of all, and I, and I always had this need to get my feelings out and share them and um, and it so first started with writing and after I would start writing I would start hearing melodies in my head and I would start trying to find words to them and start making up these songs before I played any instruments so I would write down the, down the music and um, begged my parents for an instrument and you know at first I wanted a piano and they said absolutely not um, there's no room for it in the house and uh so finally, years down the road, um, right before my 14th birthday, they were just finally sick of hearing me beg for a guitar, and um, they got me one, and uh, I immediately started teaching myself how to play. She began singing at local gigs and bars in her hometown of Sedona, and would sing covers of songs by artists like Fleetwood Mac and Sheryl Crow, who she would end up doing a song with on her second album, Hotel Paper. She landed a manager when her family friend handed a demo tape that she had recorded, spur of the moment at a timeshare meeting. It was a really once-in-a-lifetime situation where a family friend saw the right person and just gave her demo. He ended up calling her and signed her to be his client, and they recorded an independent record titled Broken Bracelet that served as a promotional tool to shop her around to record labels. Eventually, she landed a spot opening for Hanson, which led her to getting her major record deal with Maverick in 2001, and then her real musical story began. Handed him the demo tape, met him, um... And he said he would call, and I really thought he wouldn't. So I'm sitting at home um, a few weeks later, and the phone rang, and I answered. And this man on the other line said, Hi, is Michelle Branch there? And I thought it was odd for an, an old man to be calling and asking for me. Um, not old man, an older man. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is her. And he's like, hi, you remember me? It's Jeff Rabian. You gave me demo tape. And my heart dropped to the floor, and I was just like, 
<laughs> Someone actually called back. <laughs> I haven't been writing the wrong telephone number on all these tapes. Um, and he said, you know, I really think you're talented and I want to help you out. Um, and I, I want to talk to your parents. And from then on, um, that so it began that um, Jeff Rabhan is still my manager um, five years later. My manager called me and said, are you sitting down? I was like, yeah. And he said, well, Hanson heard your, your record, um, Broken Bracelet, and they want you to open up for them on tour, just playing acoustic guitar. And you have to admit, be, at being a 15-year-old girl, and, and, you know, it was definitely very exciting. Um, and so I packed up my guitar and headed out to California, and I uh, opened up for Hanson. And at the end of my show, um, my manager came back and said, I want you to meet this man who works at Maverick Records. He came back and he said, I'm going to offer you a record deal. <laughs> and that was it. Michelle was on the search for her sound as a recording artist. And when the executives at her label asked her what songs on the radio she liked at the time, she said Back Here by B.B. Mac, which was written and produced by John Shanks. Maverick set up Michelle with John, and the bulk of the album was created. They asked me what song is on radio that you like right now. And I had to think for a while because there wasn't much that I really liked on the radio. Um, but there was a B.B. Mac song, funny enough. Um, I think it was called um, Back Here. And he said, I want to find out who produced that. And they said, all right. I think it's a man named John Shanks. And um, they came back and they said, John Shanks did the B.B. Mac song, but he's working with Stevie Nicks right now. And I went, okay, who is this guy who's doing these pop songs uh, that sound guitar-oriented? He's working with Stevie Nicks. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I have to meet this guy. And we met and... Um, just immediately hit hit it off. Our first day, we wrote a song in four hours. We ended up finishing the album in 35 days. You can imagine that the energy that was around the project was just it was just through the roof because everyone was so sincerely in, involved in it, and so they all had their hearts in it. And since it was my first record, we were just all working so quickly and we would never stop and second guess anything we were doing. John Shanks, by the way, went on to be the man who wrote all the songs for Hilary Duff and Ashley Simpson and all of the pop rock girls, Kelly Clarkson. And it all started really with Michelle. The title of the album, The Spirit Room, comes from the name of a bar where Michelle would perform at in Jerome, Arizona, which was not far from her hometown of Sedona. It was one of the main spots that she would perform at when she first began playing live shows. Considering the fact that Michelle is a songwriter and writes all her music, she wanted the title of the album to reflect her, her start in the music world. So The Spirit Room was the perfect name. There would be three singles released from The Spirit Room. Everywhere, All You Wanted, and Goodbye to You. All three singles were huge North American hits. So let's dig a little deeper, shall we? Just wanted to take a minute to let you know about this amazing small business that I have been working with recently. They go by Jaden Collections and it's all kinds of fun little accessories. You got jewelry, graphic tees, stickers for your laptop. You can get some new trendy masks because we all know how the COVID's been going and just fun little trinkets for everyday life. Go to jadencollections.com. Jaden is spelled J-A-Y-D-E-N. And just for you guys, if you enter the code PLANET2000s on their website, you can get 20% off anything. So if you want to get some fun little earrings, some bracelets, some graphic tees, just enter the planet 
2000s code and you can get 20% off at Jaden Collections for a small town biz mama doing her thing and they are blowing up. Please go and support you guys. Thank you guys for listening to Planet 2000s. Back to the podcast. The first single that Michelle Branch ever released and the first single off the album was Everywhere. Her debut single, and she was only 18 years old at the time of its release. It came out on July 10th, 2001, and was a smash hit upon arrival, y'all. The song was co-written by Michelle Branch and John Shanks, with Shanks taking the reins on production. The lyrical content of the song is romantic. However, when asked about it back in 2001, Michelle stated that she purposely wanted to leave all the lyrics more ambiguous, stating, I like to keep my songs open-ended so people can listen to it and say, oh, I think it means this. I've been through that, instead of having it be about anything specific. The song's music video was played in heavy rotation on both MTV in the United States and Much Music in Canada. And you guys, I'm here to tell you that that is a fact. I remember as a child, this video would play all the time on the Much Music countdown, on just the Much Video flow, and it became one of my favorite songs as a kid, simply because of how often I would see it on Much Music. And then obviously it got played on the radio, but it took a little bit of time at radio like you know it was a slow trajectory to the top but it got there it was really a huge video hit and that is how michelle branch really became known amongst at least the young crowd that was listening to music at the time this was really the beginning of the pop rock movement in women because avril lavigne came out the following year ashley simpson the year after that so michelle was really the one who helmed the pop rock movement for the girls out there the music video was directed by liz friedlander and it shows michelle stalking a man from an apartment building on the opposite side of the street now listen girl i understand that sometimes we really want our man and we want to stalk them. But you know what? You can't do that. This was also before social media and before we could stalk people on social media. So now we all get our fix through social media stalking. What? I'm not here admitting that I've ever stalked anyone on socials. What? (laughs) Not me. Never. Oh, there's the guy I'm stalking. I'm taking pictures of him from afar. How does a Polaroid camera zoom that far? Like, I'm taking pictures of a guy from across the street. Liz Friedlander, who directed it, she wanted the guy to be everywhere. It's kind of a stalkery video. It's just me looking out my window into my neighbor's windows. So it's like I was a peeping Tom. I don't think I would change anything about that video. I, I have a soft spot in my heart for it. The video was such a success that it won Michelle the 2002 MTV VMA for Viewer's Choice, beating out fellow nominees Eminem, Enrique Iglesias, Brandy, B2K, and P.O.D. She also wore the infamous striped dress, horrendous striped dress that I always like to share on my social on uh, Planet 2000's Instagram. But you know what? It's iconic for the time, darling. And the blue ma- eye makeup and the eyeshadow, it's just something else. But she still won an award, so it's iconic. Everywhere received rave reviews from critics, which is a feat on its own because we all know that the music reviewers in that era were ruthless. All Music's Liana Jonas described the song as a lively and heartfelt song with electric guitar power chords, spirited vocal delivery, and a catchy chorus. And speaking of a catchy chorus, Billboard magazine named the song's chorus at number 77 on the list of the 100 greatest choruses of the 21st century on their 2017 list. The song was a smash hit on the charts. It hit the top five on the U.S. mainstream top 40 charts and number 12 on the overall Billboard Hot 100. And it also reached number two in Belgium and New Zealand, as well as number 18 in the UK. When came out, they said, this single has the potential audience of over one billion people. And... That's when I was just like, whoa. (laughs) 
what do I do now? Um, and a lot of people who would have never even cared or heard or listened to my music were suddenly going, who's Michelle Branch? Who's this girl? All You Wanted was released as the second single from Michelle's debut album on January 7th, 2002, written solely by Michelle and produced by John Shanks. The song was met with critical acclaim and commercial success, especially in the United States. Lyrically, the song talks about heartbreak, with Michelle saying, I feel like everybody wants to find someone who you feel understood by and will be there to catch you when you fall, and that's what All You Wanted is about. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> the music video for the song was directed by Liz Friedlander again. After the success of Everywhere, Maverick decided to use the same visual team to create a comfort for Michelle. And in the video during the chorus, everything freezes and Michelle sings the passionate lyrics to her man as he's frozen. This theme kind of goes on throughout the entire video. It was nominated for Best Female Video and Best Pop Video at the 2002 MTV VMAs, but lost to Pink and No Doubt. But it's okay because Michelle won Viewer's Choice. The song reached number six on the US Billboard Hot 100 and number two on the mainstream Top 40 chart, making it her biggest solo hit in America. It wasn't as successful on the worldwide charts, but it made her a bigger star in America, and that is really how you really plant the seeds before becoming a worldwide star. So the song is iconic, and you really do hear it everywhere. Like, I hear it in the drugstore all the time. It's one of my favorites. I can sing it at the top of my lungs. Should I sing it for you guys right now? You know what? No. I'm gonna save you guys my vocals on this episode. <laughs> Goodbye to You was released as the third and final single from the album on July 8th, 2002. The song, once again, was written solely by Michelle and produced by both Michelle and John Shanks. The song is a ballad and is about the feeling of breaking up with a loved one. Originally, the song was first recorded for Michelle's demo album, Broken Bracelet, but it was later re-recorded with production by John Shanks to be included on The Spirit Room. The music video for this song was actually directed by Francis Lawrence and is set in reverse, with Michelle stating that the format was supposed to emulate the 2000 film Memento. She did a few promotional appearances in an effort to promote the single, and she even formed the song on episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Charmed, and I love those episodes. Seeing Michelle, you know, she did a lot of teen shows. Like She was on One Tree Hill at one point. She did a lot of appearances on those types of shows because that was the crowd she was catering to. And I think that's the crowd that loved this song as well. It reached number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 11 on the Mainstream Top 40, but it also reached number one in my heart, y'all. <laughs> because if you want to get me crying, this is one of those songs. This is one of those songs that tear on the heartstrings. Like, especially the, the line, it hurts to want everything and nothing at the same time. I want what's yours, but I want what's mine. I want you, but I'm not giving in this time. Oh my god, it's just make me cry right now. It's so emotional, and her vocal delivery is so passionate. You really hear the talent, and it's so rare from such a young girl. She was so young. She was 17 years old when she recorded this song. But you really felt the passion and felt like she was talking about a loved one that she was losing. And I think we've all been there. Am I right? I just wanted to take a moment to let you guys know where you can find me on social media. I am on Instagram at Planet2000s, or you can hit me up on my personal page at Michael Kadosh, C-A-D-O-C-H. If you guys want to talk about some good old pop music or just reminisce about some good times, then make sure to hit me up there. I'm also on Twitter or Facebook at Michael Kadosh. Back to the pod. The Spirit Room got its release on August 14th, 2001, and slowly continued to make noise in the charts throughout all of 2002. It debuted at number 28 on the Billboard 200, selling 68,000 copies in its first week. And eventually, after three top 40 hits on the Billboard Hot 100, it ended up being certified two times platinum by the RIAA for shipments of over 2 million copies in the United States. It was also certified gold in both Canada and Australia. The success of both The Spirit Room and Michelle's eventual 2002 collaboration with Carlos Santana 
Atlanta, The Game of Love, which came towards the end of the promotional run for The Spirit Room, earned Michelle a Grammy nomination for Best New Artist, as well as a Grammy win for Best Pop Collaboration with Vocals for The Game of Love with Carlos Santana. That song was a monster hit, and although it's not technically included on The Spirit Room tracklist, it did come as a result of that album's success, so it's definitely worth mentioning on this episode. The album has had a lasting legacy as time has gone on. Just recently, Michelle, to commemorate the 20th anniversary of the album, she re-recorded the entire album with a completely new acoustic vibe and re-recorded the vocals and she sounds so much more mature and so much wiser. She went on to perform the album in its entirety on a live stream for the first time since 2003 and really gave us Nostalgia Geek something to talk about. I hadn't heard some of these songs since 2003 or four. Um, obviously, I play Everywhere and All You Want and Goodbye to You what? really often still. But um, it was a project that I thought was going to be done in a matter of weeks. Uh, we started it in January of this year. Um, the original album, we also started like end of January. And it took like three and a half weeks to make. And this album took like six months to make because I literally like trying to recreate the songs without like copying everything was really hard because I wanted them to sound like how I remember it. And my husband, Patrick, who co-produced the record with me, he was like, you can't ever recreate the original. Like, don't even try. Like, you have to try to make this new. And it was a lot more difficult than I anticipated. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, like six months later, you're like, we're still working on this. No, I was like, we have to finish this. I'm going crazy. I think the weirdest thing was the hardest song to do was everywhere. I was just like, doesn't sound right. Nope, it's not right. Like, and it's still like, I, I did an alternate version of everywhere. So there's like a record version and an alternate version. Just because I literally couldn't make up my mind. Really? What to yeah. Do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I re-recorded, uh, the whole album and I'm releasing it on vinyl as well as digital. It'll be out in October digitally. Um, and the vinyl will be out in spring of next year. I believe March, they haven't given me a deadline because vinyl is so completely backed up, but the vinyl is really cool. Uh, the spirit room has never been released on vinyl. So one, one album, it'll be a double LP. One album will be the original spirit room. And the other album will be all the new versions and they'll be together in one package. And we went and tracked down the original photographer. We found all these photos that have never really been seen before and kind of updated the album art suddenly, uh, very subtly. Um, so it was a really cool piece to put together. Yes, Michelle, I love that so much. That's the way to do a 20th anniversary re-release of an album. And I, for one, cannot wait for that vinyl. In the years since The Spirit Room, Michelle released three other albums, one as one half of the duo The Wreckers. She got married, became a mom, and lived a more quiet life. Now, Michelle is back in the studio, back in rotation, working on a brand new album, which will come out once the 20th anniversary celebrations for The Spirit Room are complete. I love when my 2000s girls come back. It gives me great joy. And having said that, you guys, I'm here to say goodbye to you. (laughs) No pun intended. And I hope you guys enjoy this cute little episode on Michelle Branch and I hope you guys have fun reliving her music like I have been this weekend because you guys I have had her songs playing non-stop since I started doing research for this episode because they're just so damn catchy and when I close my eyes it's you I see you're everything I know that makes me believe okay I know I said I wouldn't sing but you know what 
I made it to the end of the episode without singing, so now I have to let it out, okay? I love you guys. I hope you guys have an amazing day and an amazing time jamming out to some Michelle. All right, you guys. I'll see you next time. Bye.